you know what the firefighters makes me think about? It makes me think about 9-11. Now I don't want to think about 9-11 while I'm eating a, a really? hot a submarine sandwich. Now when do you want to think about it? Hmm? Yeah, I thought so. I thought so. Never a convenient time to think about it, is there? Well, I'm sure that's what they thought too, Mike. Fuck's <laughs> sake. Stupid. Stupid. <laughs> um, I went, so here's what I did. I went to the, I'm pulling up the web pages of all these different sandwich brands. Yeah. And it's so good when you have to go to a new website you're not sure is a website, but you just type it in and you go .com and you just type it in and it goes there. That's so good. Please expand on that because I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I'm saying instead of, like, you can just go, for instance, I just typed in jerseymikes.com, and it it yeah. wasn't, and it didn't go to, like, some some guys, like, squatting on the domain, and the real site is, like, mike.sandwich or something, you know, it's like oh, they have yeah. a, they have a real top-level domain for their shit, like, like, Nissan, I haven't had to go to Nissan in a while, and it's not that guy's fault, he has the same name. But you can't go to Nissan.com and look at a brand new Sentra. You have to go to NissanMotors.com. And there's a big lawsuit about it that's been going on for, I think, our entire lives. That's a lot more letters than just going... I'm t- By the time I get down to Nissan M-O, I'm like... Yeah. I'm tapped out. Yeah. We're gonna have to you, take, we're gonna, I'm going to have to circle back to this because this is... You know what? At take, this rate, I'll just buy a Rolls Royce. Honestly. I was looking into <laughs> buying a Nissan Sentra... A, sen- a sensibly pre-owned Nissan Sentra, low mileage, sort of a base configuration. But honestly, if I have to go all the way down to M.O., I'm in I'm in Rolls Royce territory. I'll just get the Phantom, you know. Yeah. But I looked up I looked up these websites. Here's what you get when you go to Jersey Mike's. You get help us raise one million dollars for the All Rise Foundation by adding a chip and drink to any sub purchase. So they have charity. They're doing charity on their front page, and there's a baseball man on there hitting the big home run on a cup of Pepsi. Uh, then you go to Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's website is... Tell me what you think about this, Mike. I think Jimmy John's branding is the most the most fascist sandwich uh, branding you can get. <laughs> what do you think about this? Very strong. Very strong of red and black. Right? Maybe, uh, Doesn't it look like the first order from the new Star Warses? Yeah. Like they're really going for a Stormtrooper style aesthetic at Jimmy John's. And the, what they're telling you is order a sandwich. Freaky fast rewards. So they got a rewards program. Okay, that's fine. Then you go to Subway. Here's Subway's first thing. And the, fir- the first thing on the page of Subway, it says, is Jared no longer works here. <laughs> no, which is, let's not say that. Which is good. I think it's good to get out in front of it. Yeah. Hey, we no. know what you're thinking. <laughs> Where is Jared? That's in, the, that's in the past. This is the new subway. It has a big... The splash page on here has a pop-up, and it's a, a silhouette of Jared holding the big pants, and there's a question mark there. And it says, click here to learn more about why we fired Jared. And there's this whole yeah. fucking... They have the games and stuff. Like, <laughs> don't have that stuff on here. <laughs> No, they want you to buy any five... They said $5 footlongs when you buy two, okay? You can get barbecue rib for $5 at Subway, which I won't be doing, but cheers to you if you're doing that. And then you click on Quiznos. What does Quiznos tell you? Look at this. Their splash page says, look at what we're doing to help keep you safe. In response that's to nice. Cr- that's, that's pretty good. Like to see. That's right? what you like to see. 
they're telling you right here, hey, we're cleaning the place up. We're using trays, or we're not using trays. We're uh, get a new cup when you get a refill. I like to see that. Are they the only ones that's taking this seriously? I'm at Firehouse Subs, JF. For the, and this is the official YKS uh, sandwich shop website roundup. Okay. First de- debut segment here. Yep. This is huge. We'll keep you guys posted on what the front page of all the different sandwich uh, chain websites <laughs> look like in the months and years to come. <laughs> somehow, somehow more depressing than the food review, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Firehouse Subs just has rapid rescue to go. Avoid the wait. Order online. And then oh, all this junk about how we're supporting first responders. And See? Stuff. See? Yeah. I mean, I get it. I don't know. I'm not going to eat at any of these fucking places. What, what was the one that you you told me, you took me to one that I thought was pretty good? You were getting the bean sprouts with the lettuce on the outside instead of the bread. That was good. What was that? Was that Jimmy John's? That was Jimmy John's, yeah. That was pretty good, okay. The Unwitch, I think, is called. Well, so here's the problem, though. Even though I thought that was good, what I've been told now online is that we don't do enough to stop fascism on the podcast. And I don't really know, (laughs) honestly don't know how to do anything about that, to tell you the, Uh. the, the God's honest truth. I don't know what I'm supposed to do about that. But I noticed that Jimmy John's branding is very harsh and very, in my opinion reminiscent of the first order from Star Wars, which is a stand-in for fascist governments. So I'm going to say I'm not going to eat Jimmy John's anymore. And in fact, I condemn the aesthetics of their uh, their logo and their design on their wow. webpage. Wow. First first debut of the segment, first condemnation of, of, of a brand. This, this is at, huge. Well, we're, what, 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 what's crazy to me, Mike, honestly, is we've taken this first step. We've gone out on a limb and done this. What's crazy to me is no other podcast has done this. I, I, maybe, I, maybe I missed it in the trades. I don't think any other podcast has had the guts to say which sandwich chain is for fascists and that they won't eat there anymore unless it's the only thing open and they're like really hungry. Yeah. Or they have Actually, like a coupon. I'll probably, I'll probably just go there because I like it there. Right. But still we do. I mean, we've crossed it out essentially. We've condemned it. Yeah. It's a no-go zone basically for the show. Uh, just yep. like, unless, like I said, unless we feel like it or we have to, like, we're like bored or something. So that's what I think about Jimmy John's and sandwiches. And I hope that answers the question, which I think was, why are you guys so smart and cool? Um, Mike, um, I wanted to tell you something. I, um, people, people have not, people who are listening closely, <laughs> people who are just listening, fucking, just shut up, just what? move on. I'm saying I am moving on, motherfucker. I'm trying to say something else. This is how I move on to another topic. Okay. People who have listened closely. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. We'll just they'll just do it later. Come um, on, no. I would, what are no, you talking look, about? I look. I was gonna. I'm. I mean that seriously because I know a lot of people listen to the show and go to sleep. So I. I wonder if people have been awake when I have said that I'm working on. I'm working on my woodworking. I'm I'm trying to learn how to work with wood out in the garage. That's the uh, truth. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about now. You and got I your ma- bench. Yeah. Your bench up, you know. And I made my first big mistake. What'd you do? You cut your fucking hand off? I cut my hand off. I was like, oh my God. I mean, this is going to be bad to listen to later if I do end up doing that. 
Yeah. Don't send me try the clip to, if try I not doing to, because I mean it'll get clipped all to hell and people. Will I know. Like, hey, remember when you said I didn't cut my hand off and now you yeah. got. Now what? And you're like, yeah, I, I know the, I see the irony in the thing now. It's people doing the this you thing to the clip of me <laughs> saying I didn't cut my hand off. <laughs> so I I did make a mistake. I actually did. I actually did. In all seriousness, I did instinctively touch the blade guard when I was cutting, um, which I mean I knew what I was doing. I didn't I didn't do it not realizing that the blade was spinning. But still, an unnecessary thing. There's no reason to touch the blade guard while the blade is spinning. I mean that's that's foolish. I shouldn't have done that. But no, nope. yeah, you fucking idiot. No problem there. But I did go and I made I made some bevel cuts. I wanted to cut a 30 degree angle, okay? And I've got this saw, and it can do it can do miters and bevels. And the way a bevel works, Mike, is you know normally you just shut up, don't fucking make a face. I'm trying to talk about something I care about for once on this fucking show. You don't need to explain a bevel cut to me. I okay. I know what one not, is. It I know you do. It's not just because you know doesn't mean I can't address you. I'm not addressing the the listener right now. I'll just okay. Here we go. Uh, I don't know what it is. What it, so, somebody who listens to the show is probably named some shit like Mark. Listen up, Mark. I'm talking to you now since Mike already knows how to do it. Yeah. The the normal the cross cut normally is just you pull it down. It's 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 90 degrees. It's perpendicular to the bench, right? So you just pull it straight down. Now a bevel cut, on the other hand, you turn the saw to the left or right, almost like you're uh, driving a car, right? Like a steering wheel. So you turn it a right. little bit to the left or right, and and I can cut a 30 degree angle on here. I did that without moving outwards the metal backing fences that sit along the the top plate there of the saw. And that's something that you do to push the wood up against so that there's you're, there's pressure to keeping it where it is while you cut it, right? So what I right. did was I sliced through the metal on both sides just like fucking butter. Just gave a haircut to my brand new saws, fences, and all the metal shavings like went all over me. And the fucked up thing is, is then I did it again because I'm, I have no brain. God, dude. I'm so stupid. You need to fucking get rid of that shit now because you're, I just, I just can't believe it. I can't believe I did it. I'll never get a table saw. I'm never getting a fucking table saw. That shit is too scary. But this I thought I could handle and I just, I basically used it to cut itself up. Which is so stupid. Yeah. I mean, you have to be really stupid to do that. And I did it. That's so, so funny. You like got it and it turned it on one time and basically ex- made it explode. Yeah. That's so good. <laughs> yeah. But it'll be worth it when I get this $10 shelf made. And I think we'll probably. <laughs> fucking stupid moron. Uh, Mike, let's, uh, let's give an update on an old Kickstarter, please. Um, I want to talk to you about. The first fully automated dog toilet. You remember this? I remember this. This was the uh, Inuvox from episode 133, JF. Yeah, it was, Mike. Um, the, the... <laughs> fucking flawless, seamless fucking handoff right there. I was just thinking about sandwiches. Um, the Inubox, Mike... Uh, this is the first fully automated dog toilet. Now, this actually wasn't the... O- this is not the only dog toilet or dog poop thing. I mean, 
probably half the show is dog poop related, I guess, at this point. There's the, what was it, Mike? There was the dog litter. There was the litter that went in the big pool that the Great Dane pissed on. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, I remember that. It was nasty. Huge Great Dane logs falling to the ground. There was that. There was, there have been several things that's like a poop scoop that, I mean, there are just variations on a theme of just reaching out and picking up your dog shit from the sidewalk or whatever. Um, What else has there been? I know there's been at least one more dog toilet, but I'm struggling to remember exactly what it looked like now. Maybe there was an artificial turf version. What else was there? I think I remember that, yeah. This one though, this one though is um this one's sort of challenging to describe the look of. I I'm going to take a st- I'm going to take a stab at it. You tell me if this sounds right to you. This looks to me like sort of a uh like an aftermarket fireplace. Yeah. You might you might put in if you're like changing over from a wood fireplace to like an electric one. I think that's what they designed this after. It folds out like a piece of uh a, a lug edge, right? It does. <laughs> I think it does fold. Yes, it does. And then your the thing your dog is supposed to hop up on the part that's uh, folded out, yeah. Like a uh, um. Well, it looks like a do- dishwasher. Yeah, kind of hard to right? describe this goddamn thing, huh? It's very strange. It's a it's a strange device. It's it's the way it's designed is sort of mod looking, in that it's got like this fake wood veneer, chrome, uh, white accents. And then the actual dog toilet part in the middle is, they call it a hydrophobic coating. What it really looks like is, um, like the, it's like black plastic with sort of a geometric design on it. And it looks like something you take one of your kid's toys out of and just throw in the garbage immediately. It's like a weird, or, or like maybe something you make like novelty ice cubes out of. I, I don't really get, Yeah. I don't get what is supposed to attract the dog to shitting and pissing on this thing. Um, and you know, at the, when we talked about it at the time, it had forty grand, and also ended with forty grand. This is one of the weird things we did. We talked about this one after it had already funded, um, and they only wanted, uh, let's see, twenty five grand for it. So they got almost double their money uh, for the dog shitting thing. And uh, let me it was ask also, you. Let me ask you this: yeah. Would you shit? Would you shit on this? Would you piss oh, on this? Oh boy, would I shit and piss on this? Yeah. I I would say there are very few things I wouldn't piss on. <laughs> Cuz what is it? I mean, what's it to me? If it's not my yeah, thing, like for, take true. take all of my stuff out of the equation and then I'll pretty much piss on whatever you got left, I think. <laughs> you know, that's the only stuff I care about. This this says um it has a it also had an app as well where you could monitor your dog's activity and view the levels of the consumables. The consumables are not poops and peas, okay? The consumables are, it dispenses fragrance because obviously if you're going to have a dog turd just sitting on your floor, it's going to stink. Yeah. After a while. Um, there's also, there's a touchscreen on it. Um, there's a, it says an automatic sealing and cutting system. And I guess I didn't read enough of this to even know what that's supposed to do. Does it, like, automatically bag and tag your turds? Oh, I forgot. I forgot about this part, Mike. The door comes up and, like, squishes it all together. I forgot about this. Fuck me. Yeah, I like, wa- it, it's like a, like a little washing machine type thing. It really is. Oh, my God. I th- I thought it just sat there for a while and then told you it was there. 
Oh no! Yeah, it squanches it up and then washes the insides and stuff. What if your stupid fucking dog is stuck inside of it? <laughs> well, the little <laughs> the little dog they use to show shitting on it does look like it very well could become trapped. I mean, it really does yeah. look like that. Um, and then I guess it shoots out a little treat at the end when your when your dog is done uh, going dookie on it. Anyway, these things were gonna run about four hundred, five hundred bucks. Um, on Kickstarter and maybe even seven or eight hundred dollars at retail, which for a poop squancher is just super funny uh, to think of. And and you know and and the truth is is I don't really know what the solution is for people who have dogs in apartments all day. And now m- many people are working from home. Certainly not everyone is. Obviously, what do people do with dogs uh, when? You know they're in they're in the apartment all day long. They can't go, and even when they do go out, it's like they're still just walking on the sidewalk. You know, I, I don't know what the solution is to that. Yeah, you got to take your dog to the old dog park. You know, because if you have him cooped up in this apartment, you know, or whatever, I don't I don't think that this is like I think I said this last time when when we talked about this, but I don't think this is like a permanent thing. I think this is just like uh, I don't know, I don't know who is the target demo for this lazy people. Can't be just lazy people. Well, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Is like locking their it, animal up all day, all day long. Though, what what are they supposed to do? Obviously, they can hold it overnight. But are you asking them to hold it overnight and during work? Are, are the animals only going out two times a day? That's pretty tough. I don't know. How often do your owners let you out? Uh, let's see. Well, after I eat, obviously, <laughs> because then I've got everything moving. You know, yeah. and sometimes if I see like a bird. um so let's check the comments on this mike uh the last update was december of 2019 that ain't good um because i think that's when it funded uh some choice comments here here's one from alex you're now delaying indefinitely but trying to deliver this sounds like a scam i encourage everyone else to report this um andrew follows up their answer is not good enough. This is clearly not a case of them even attempting to actually create the product. They stopped posting any updates and stopped posting on social media. I mean, even their InuBox site is now down. It looks like they've just taken the money and ran. Has anyone received any reply from the creator? I think we should get law enforcement involved. They have posted no updates since April, and their social media presence has all but disappeared right after they became fully funded and got the money. And of course, there there actually are a lot of people in the comments who seem to have been able to have canceled their pro, uh, their pledge, which is unusual. Normally by this time, there's no refunds happening, but some people figured out how to do it, and other people are asking them, hey, how'd you do that? Of course, they just left. They're not going to yeah. keep... They're not going to hang out on this message board for a while to feel upset about the thing they never got, but that's interesting. Um, looks like these guys are going to have the FTC, the Better Business Bureau, and the State Attorney General, wherever Lucy Joe lives, uh, to deal with. So good luck to the folks at Inubox. You'll need it. Yeah. FTC, FTC, H-I, you know. Yeah. A- ABC. Yeah. All uh, of them. Something, something tells me Lucy Joe had alphabet soup for lunch. Oh. That's cute, and then then ain't hurting nobody. That's just a nice, yeah. You know? I mean, uh, yeah, it is a nice joke. Comedy doesn't have to hurt, you know. It actually is supposed to lift up. So my ears, my ears aren't trash cans. So let's, you know, don't yeah, have exactly. to be filth twenty four seven. 
No, they don't. Um, but here's some filth, Mike. It's time for our segment, Mike Explains It All, uh, where our our intrepid host, Mike, uh, takes the subjects that have been burning a hole in your brain and finally unwinds them and explains them in a way that even the casual dummy, like a podcast listener, can understand. Mike, we've got uh, a triple header today. I want you to explain these topics in as concise and accurate a way as you can. Um, these come mm-hmm. to us from uh, Professor Butt and Weed Number, uh, Sean and Ben, respectively. And the, uh, the the topics today, Mike, are Enron, K-pop, and Australian rules football. So go ahead. I'm going to put the timer on you <laughs> and explain these if you can, please. The fuck is the timer? <laughs> what are you doing? And why are we doing this bit? We don't have to keep doing this bit. What? But people keep uh, emailing in with the questions and stuff. Well, people want to know what you know. Uh, what is Enron? Well, here's the thing, gang. I've stayed up all night uh, researching what it is, and I'm ready to drop the hammer of knowledge on you. Like, uh, I believe half of that. Thor. Okay. Um... Enron was like all these guys, you know, in in uh, New York, and they said, uh, they said, our company is do- is doing so goddamn good, and everybody was like, oh my god, can we have some of the company? And they were like, right. yes, you can. And then and ten later seconds on, later on, they said, actually, the company's not doing great at all. And everybody was like, can we have the money back? And then they were like, no. So. Okay, perfect. Uh, now you've got K-pop and Australian rules football left, so just tackle whichever one of those. you And tackle, there's a hint. Uh, whichever one of those you want, go ahead. I'll put you on the clock again. Okay, well, I don't know anything about it, either of these, but I will say that I know that Australian rules football, they have a foot, they have, their football is rounder than ours, so that's one major difference. Okay, good. And they don't you wear... They don't yeah. wear helmets and stuff. Okay. Why? Uh, Australian guys like impervious to CTE or something. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Okay. And uh, that, genes. that's time on Australian rules football. Right before you got to eugenics, and now we've got K-pop left, Mike. So if you got anything on K-pop, let me yeah, be careful these- with this one. Now these guys right here, these are I don't know anything about these guys. Sorry. Okay. That great great segment though, right? That that was Mike explains it all. If you've got a, a topic you want Mike to explain, send it into your or if you don't have anything and you don't or if you don't want me to do it. Subject right line Mike say, explains do it all. It. Um all right, Mike. That was fun. Thanks for thanks for dropping some knowledge on us. I feel like I was just watched Hamilton because uh, I I had fun and I also learned something at the same time. Um, so I actually do know stuff. I know you just told us all about Enron, K-pop, and Australian rules football. Of course you know stuff. I know that. I'm trying to get you to share it with the audience, and I think that's why they appreciate it, and that's why they will write into your Kickstarter sucks at gmail.com. <laughs> Subject line: Mike explains it all with a topic. That they want you to explain. I think that's why they do that, you know? Yeah. Right. That was fun. Mike, uh, let's take a break. We'll come back with more Kickstarters right after this.
My today's episode of YKS is brought to you by Wipers123.com. Wipers123.com is focused on one thing and one thing only, selling premium wiper blades and providing premium service. Those two things go together so well, like fava beans and a nice Chianti and then the other thing from the movie. Remember? Yep. He knows. Guy was was in the mask and stuff. Oh, yeah. He he wasn't in the mask. He was in the different... That's going to be so good for the cinephiles. Um, No matter what you're driving, whether it's a... Let's just pick two cars at random. A a Bugatti Veyron or... or Ford uh, Focus. Yeah, that's a good economy car. Um, How about this? How about even if it's an old old ox cart? Wipers 123 has a wiper blade that's going to fit your vehicle. Their massive (laughs) inventory covers 99%. Of all vehicles on the road right now, uh, so you got a guy going into the Wipers One Two Three. It's it's mostly a website, but imagine if they had a storefront <laughs> yeah, in the was, old yeah. in the old uh, in the frontier days. <laughs> so you got a guy coming there, he hops yeah. off, the, and he says, he says, "Well, my uh, my wipers are my wiper my ox cart wipers are all uh, busted up. Can you help me?" Yeah. And Wipers help- One Two Three, kind, courteous service. That they have, they say, "Come, you sure I can? You're sure? Yes, welcome. Come on in." Yes. First, Usher first they asked. In. They said, "Wait, did you say it? Did you say you it was a, a Ford Focus?" On? Or, well, that's the number. That's the first thing they would do. Of course, they're a website. We care, we care about our. We care about our customers. So they do. They absolutely do. Plus, it's the only place you can purchase the Typhoon Speedset wiper blades. Now, these Typhoon Speedset wiper blades are American-made, all-weather. Premium beam blades that feature quick click technology. Um, so does my DVD player. <laughs> because when I get home from work, the first thing I do is slap <laughs> the DVD director's cut edition of Adam Sandler's Click into the slot. Yeah. Push it in. And it knows to start loading it up right <laughs> about 45 minutes in where he first gets the remote. And I start crying. Um, guarantee you'll have them installed in less than 30 seconds um even if you're the the guy from the frontier earlier he's trying to was he he's probably getting him out of the box yeah and he's like putting him on the oxes they have horns does an ox have horns i think so probably they probably do kind of make calls into question the reasoning why he would be getting the wipers doesn't really make a lot of sense in retrospect yeah well they didn't have a whole lot of stuff figured out back then that was yeah. when we came along. We sort of helped them figure stuff out. The Frontier <laughs> guys. Wiper blades are a funny thing if you think about it. Every day they're in front of your face, yet somehow replacing them is always in the back of your mind. Put your mind at ease by doing yourself a favor and getting some new wiper blades at wipers123.com. Use promo code Your Kickstarter Sucks and save $10 on orders of speed sets. That's promo code Your Kickstarter Sucks at wipers123.com. Welcome to the motherfucking six pack, Mike. We've got six Kickstarters to talk about now. Um, if you're not too tired from explaining it all just a few minutes ago, maybe you can start off and tell us about 
the first Kickstarter we've got on the docket today. The fucking docket? What? What is your fucking beef? I got something called the pump action. It's, uh, it's not a new way to fucking to jack on yourself. So get that get your fucking head out of the gutter. This is a sure. revolutionary way to shotgun. Pump it, spin it, gun it. A novel can puncturing device that looks, feels, and sounds like a pump action shotgun. <clears throat> so problem with uh problem with shotgunning beers, JF, is it's really hard to do. <laughs> right. How sure. long has it been since you how long has it been since you shotgunned a beer? How wow. many hours? How many hours has it been? Oh, you want it in hours? <laughs> wow, I don't know. I um I you know what? I admit that I never really got into shotgunning beers, so maybe this is just this is just out of my zone, I guess. But when I look at this, I think, oh, these guys are having fun, you know. That's good. I'm glad someone's having fun. But <laughs> I don't know that I ever I don't know that I ever actually totally understood what the point was, and I think I can articulate it. The point is to more quickly consume the beer and therefore the alcohol. That's right. Yeah. So my 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 only problem with that is that I can drink a normal beer very quickly. So you're really yeah. not shaving that much time yeah. off. Of, I, 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 I can chug pretty pretty well. I mean, I, the the prop now the problem is of course that there's no right there's no uh there's no ex I guess you call it an exhaust right because that's where the air goes out so air can come in and and force down the uh, yeah. the liquid right now you watch professional chuggers Badlands chugs of course we've seen on YouTube and he's great at it and sometimes you see him drinking like a two liter of Mountain Dew or several in a row and you notice that. It's really hard to get that much liquid to come out of the bottle, right? Yeah. The hole is tiny, and there's so much liquid in there that it just kind of just really slowly comes out. So it makes sense you would want to get more. You'd want to get more Mountain Dew, for instance, which is probably the first thing I ever shotgun. By the way, Mountain Dew. Damn. How old were you? Thirty-two. <laughs> <laughs> Hitting the hard stuff, huh? God damn. <laughs> I would. I think it's healthier to shotgun beer than Mountain Dew. I think that's actually healthier. Um, but I. But I. I really do think. I mean, what do we? Let's put it. Let's put a number on it. What are we really talking about here? If you've got a normal twelve ounce can, it's, cans are twelve, right? Are they sixteen? I think they're twelve. Twelve. Yeah. A twelve ounce can of the, the macro brew of the day. Okay, let's say. Let's let's say PVR. Let's say we're hipsters. Okay. <laughs> oh, I like this. I like where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can you imagine? Um let's uh let's let's drink the the 12 ounces of PBR. How long do you think it's going to take you without the shotgun technique to chug knowing that you're trying to get fucked up? You are you want to consume this as fast as you possibly can. What's the time from can crack to to, to sucking out the last drop on this can. What do you think? Here's the thing about the thing that you just asked. That's the stupidest question I've ever heard in my entire <laughs> life. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Number one, 
pa- uh, PBR, not a chugging beer. Too thick, too heavy, too sugary oh. to me. Okay, you got to go with oh. a light beer, Bush Light. Okay, sure, high sure. life even. Okay. Well, I guess I just wanted to make a joke about hipsters more than I really cared about the art of chug. <laughs> I messed up. <laughs> but what are you talking about, really? I mean, I- I'm trying to picture it in my head. One, two, three, four. What, like six seconds, maybe? Seven seconds? Yeah, to- I mean, to chug like a pint, like a pint. Wait, this what? Is like, what? Wait, hang on. How do we get onto pints? Pints are more than twelve ounces. Thing. No, it's not. How many? How many ounces is it? Sixteen. Here we go. Well, let's let's look this up definitively. Look, that's okay. That's point one two five of a gallon. You dipshit. People listening to this on the edge of their seats. One, on the edge of their seats. One pint is equal to sixteen fluid ounces. So sixteen fluid ounces. If you could do that in seven seconds. Then you can do a 12-ounce can in, in the same time or less, I think. So for the for shotgunning a beer to make sense, you're, you're, you're having to say to yourself, it's important to me to go from six seconds of drinking a beer to 4.5 seconds of drinking a beer. Yeah. And I just don't live in that world where I've got, I have something I got to do with the other <laughs> 1.5 seconds. Yeah, I don't, I mean, not for me, you know, but, uh. I don't think the people who this is for are examining it that 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 in depth. They're just they're having a lot of fun. God bless them. Yeah. Well, let's see what the video says. We're just three guys with work hard, play hard mentalities. We love to create and innovate, but we also love to party. So we thought, why not combine two of our biggest passions? Why not re-engineer the world of drinking? So after countless iterations and more than our fair share of drinks, we give you the first ever pump action shotgun tour. Hell yeah, bro. All right. Here's here. This is the part Enough I didn't like. This is the part I didn't like right here. They're doing it on the seltzers, Mike. Oh yeah, shotgun oh. the seltzers. I don't like that. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing different about it. I guess. I just don't. Just drink the fucking. Just drink the fucking thing. I don't know. Just drink it. Quit having fun. Yeah. Just drink it and get sad like everybody else. I made a little 3D printed thing here. Whatever. <sighs> so bitter. <laughs> Drunk engineering is what it's called, Mike. Um, well, feel free to tell us more about it. I don't know. Are you just fucking? Are you, are you thinking about it over there? What are you doing? Eighteen hundred of. Uh, I was getting to it until you rudely. You weren't you weren't getting to anything. You weren't getting anything. You were like watching a movie over there. Twenty three hundred, but I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's. uh, You know what? I think it. I think it will make it. Twenty seven days to go. It's got what three grand? Come on, come on. 
Yeah, I think it'll get it. Twenty three hundred. Yeah, it only lacks. It lacks five thousand dollars, and that's twenty seven days ago. Yeah, I think they'll. I think they'll get it. They're only thirty it's bucks just, a pop. It's just so. dumb enough to, to make it. I think. Yeah. I don't know. These guys are sitting around the pool. They're drinking their USA light. You know, I, I kind of, <laughs> you know, for me, if I'm if I'm gonna drink a beer, I like it to be. I like it to have notes of cigar, yeah. caramel, uh, burnt, burnt flavor, burnt whiskey, um, ash. You know, not me. I'm a no. I'm a no nonsense type of guy. I like, uh, I need couple things in my beer i need wheat barley hops yeah and water and that's it there's probably <laughs> some sugar as well wow. okay the big five and change <laughs> okay pump action cool that's cool um i'm gonna do one mike i'm gonna do one called the most magical cunst Cunst on Earth. That's what it is. The most magical yeah, see, cunst on Earth. I don't like that. That's what it says. It says cunst. So I don't know. This what to is tell an you. this is an apparel brand, right? It is. Or yeah. Something. Well, well. Ah, uh, yeah. You could maybe dumb it down to that. This is what I would call it. I'd call it a subvertising agency that culture jams to today's hits while creating cognitive dissonance under the guise of art. You'd call it that, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'd call it. Or maybe you could call it an apparel brand. Grandma. <laughs> With an infinite affinity for provoking thought, establishing dialogue. This junk. Get to the fucking meat of this. Where is this, where is this at? I'm hunting through the words like a fucking... Like a crazy bloodthirsty tiger. I'm looking for the... Mm-hmm. Get rid of all this junk, you know? I think you're one of those tigers from Tiger King, probably. Actually, probably. Yeah. You freaking eat expired hot dogs. <laughs> eat a weird lady to come take care of you. <laughs> I think cool that? to be in like a cage and just somebody feeding me hot dogs all day. Why not? <laughs> Why not? What else do I need? Yeah, and in what way is what you're doing right now significantly different from that? It's not. <laughs> I mean, at least they go outside. You have to stay inside and eat your hot dogs. They can go outside and, and get a little sun every now and then while somebody's yeah. throwing a hot dog at their face. Somebody yells at them. That's human interaction right there. That's that's socializing. They got it so much better than me. Dumb <laughs> Kunst, Kunst Studios. Is, uh... Yeah. So this logo of this company is... Uh... What is this, well, you're the White a, House? You're a graphic design guy, so this probably speaks to yeah. you right away. You know immediately what this thing is just looking at it. So you you called out White House. That's a great that's a great pull from this. But there's also there's something else going on here too. I don't know if you've picked up on it yet. It's, just, it's like it's supposed to look like the presidential seal or something, and it's got uh, the presidential the seal. On- Give a fish. Are you choking? Are you choking? What are you doing? Uh, are you okay? <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> It's so mean to do to somebody who's like really trying. Are you okay? <laughs> what are you doing right now? <laughs> yeah, well, I wasn't trying, so. <laughs> um, the the text is in uh the Disney font, so. And the good thing about that is those guys aren't litigious or anything like that. So, you <laughs> yeah, feel free. To... 
There's also, I don't know if you saw this, there's also a missile, a bomb going over the top of the White House as well, which sort of indicates something going on there. Yeah. Fucking um, White House down. Angels has fallen. Yeah. All those movies. Dumb Cunt Studios is a subvertising agency that culture jams to today's hits while creating cognitive dissonance under the guise of art. We all know what that means. We've heard it before. It sounds familiar and it rings true. Okay. With an infinite affinity for provoking thought and establishing dialogue to address today's biggest issues, what better way to do so than through the passive display of one's apparel? So what they're saying there is, why don't you just put all your thoughts on a shirt? And that's, I mean, that's true. Go outside, um, somebody sees the shirt, bingo, bingo. Yeah. And that's all you need, really. <laughs> that's all you need. With 2020 being an election year, Dumb Cunt Studios has elected to kickstart this journey with our inaugural release titled The Most Magical Cunst on Earth. It's a small world, after all, and by small, we mean minded. Awesome. We look to follow up this launch with two new t-shirt releases every month. We thank you for taking this journey with us. Now sit back, keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times, and enjoy the ride. So stupid does kunst mean something that i don't know k-u-n-s-t does that mean something um i'm googling I'm not... it here it's tra- the translation that's german it means art it means art yeah now who those... is art let's find you know yeah that's put, fun put, put those stickers all over town who is art yeah that's a good reference there um, but you've seen the people going to Disney World, right? People yeah. are going to Disney World right now. Um, and I, you know what? I don't care who this offends. I wouldn't want to be there. I don't think I'll go. Are you kidding? Some of these packages are so low, Jeff. If you can take the whole family and not break the bank. Yeah. Well, you're right. Maybe that would be fun. Well, look at this. I'm clicking right now. If you go on over to YouTube and you search Disney World and then you click filter live, you can watch a video of someone at Disney right now. So, Mike, I've got this pulled up. Look at what we're looking at here. I like how you guys see how they got all these little tables out here with the social distancing signs on them where you can't sit and then you can sit and you can't sit and you can sit. That's pretty cool. That is cool. That's if you want to sit outside and pass out a little bit. They've, they've thought of everything. <laughs> I yeah. think the inside cooling um, cooling rex- relaxation station is over where they had the um, launch bay. So they're at, the they're at Hollywood Studios right now. That's the inside one. I think that's the home of our friends from the other one we just saw in the hot sun. Toy Story. <laughs> that's if you want to get a suntan. Maybe cars as well hang out there. I don't know. Alright, let's see. Well, at least you know what it looks like. What do you think? Yeah, looks fun. Looks cool. All these people walking around. Yeah, I mean, now are they, to... a lot of them are wearing masks, right? Yeah, so that's good. To... <laughs> I guess so, man. You don't that's have to good. go here. You just go. You just go home. That's so yeah, funny. Home's not magical enough for me, but yeah, I guess you could just stay home and, I guess, just like. All the wonder of seeing what is this? Looks like a bunch of concrete, and there's like a fake palm tree there. So I don't know if you do you have that. I'm sorry. Do you have that at your house? Yeah, I need to go. You know, 
I don't, I don't even know what's going on here. I don't even, I don't even know what, why anyone would go here. It's, Disney World is all walking, is what it is, basically. Walking around, looking at the back of some guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's the whole thing. For, like, several hours. All day long. It costs a lot of money. <laughs> Paying so much money to do so. And you walk <laughs> and around. And there's a chance he might get sick and die. That's so funny. Yes. And you will get uh, sunburned. Um... You're going to stink. You're going to go back and be exhausted. And then you got to drive or fly back to where you came from. I mean, it's miserable. It's the worst thing you can do, I think. In good times, it's the worst thing you can do is go to Disney. And it's for the kids. Hey, it's for the kids. But, yeah, I mean, this is no good. Look at all the people just hanging out there. I don't know. I, I, I know I'm different about it. It's fine. Nobody, not everybody has to think like I do. When I go to the store and I have the mask on, I'm like, man, do I really need to be here right now? Shouldn't I just be at home? Yeah. And most of the time I'm like, yeah, well, I'll be all right. I got the mask. I'm fine. I'm staying away from people, you know. But I, I do feel like by the time I was strapping up to go to Disney World so I could see, like, the live Finding Nemo show for 30 minutes, I, 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 I would hope there would be something that washed over me that, approximated a realization that I didn't have to do this. <laughs> I just can't, I just can't, uh, I don't know how to, I guess it's like that guy in subway that you saw, you know, who cares? Yeah. yeah. Who cares? Whatever. And die eventually. Might as well get a subway. So <laughs> that's the most magical cunst on earth. I don't, you know, I don't get it. Looks like they're going to make t-shirts for a while. Or $20, you get a shirt, which that sounds about right. Seems to be the going rate. Um, and then you can get a coupon code to use on dumbcunststudios.com. So let's check that out. Dumbcunststudios.com. And it's it's coming soon, and you can give them your email address. So I don't know. I'm not sure what this is supposed to be. Some guy's idea. Uh, $123 pledged to $480. Four backers, 25 days to go. The most magical cunst on earth. I'll just probably just get a normal shirt, but I guess you could do this too. JF, let's take a look at one called Bag of Penis Tabletop Board Game. Yeah. Premier real-time dice-rolling adult party tabletop game. Yeah, I know it. Um, I looked at this one about five, six times, didn't really understand it. What's not to understand, Mike? You're, you want to be a part of the Off-Center Games family where they strive for high-quality components, art, graphic design, value, uniqueness, and passion for the tabletop industry in our game design. And this is their first game. So There's all these plastic pieces that they're shaped like penises, right? They're two different colors or whatever. Multiple, yeah. multiple colors. Yeah. There's a game board, but it says the players begin the game with a starting hand of two randomly drawn penises. Okay, yeah, they probably got one of mine. My penis Look looks that. random. <laughs> I think the guy who was de- designing my penis was drunk when he did it. Yeah. <laughs> um, each player decides whether they want to block another player's progress. Don't know what that has to do with anything. Doesn't make sense in <laughs> relation to the first thing I said. Doctor's orders reveal the top card of the doctor. None of these instructions, see? And the, here, here's the other problem with this one. The fucking video, okay? You got like, you got like how long? You got like two minutes to yeah. sum up your game. The video doesn't tell you anything about the fucking game at all. You all just right. wasted your entire fucking time with that. 
Or maybe you just missed something. By royal decree, I, King Peni, have declared there is to be an award of decorations for the player who rolls their dice quickest. Okay, yeah, so, so it, this is an animated dice. There's an animated prick with like a crown on. He's yeah. King Peni. Okay. Yeah. And what did he say that there's an award for the guy who rolls the dice fastest? Correct. The most you get the most dice rolls, and the dice on there are different colored penises. Okay. I'm like I'm already lost. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just trust King Peni here. Places their penis pieces wisest and decides to block or remove other players' penises the most cunningly. From Off Center Games, creators of well, nothing else, comes Bag of Penis, the only real-time dice rolling party game of its kind. Your authority comes from the dice. Your power is in the penis placement. Your glory is achieving bonuses. Who can help King Peni maximize the different conditions of his manhood? Beware. You have to help him maximize the different conditions of his manhood. Like, am I, am I, I mean, am I stupid? I mean, yes. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, Fuck, you how do you fucking help. play this game? You, I, Mike, God damn it. I fucking hate what? going over this shit with you every time. Look, the first <laughs> thing you do, you begin the game with a starting hand of two randomly drawn penises, okay? Check. Yes, got it. Then you decide whether you want to block another player's progress. Then you reveal the okay. top card of the doctor's orders cards and read it aloud. Then doctor's you roll. Orders card. You roll. Okay, also the amount of penises are grabbed out of the sack, which is five times the amount of players for the free grab. Okay? Then you... Uh, then you... Let's see. Let's see. Then you roll... Hang on. Then you roll and re-roll the dice. Why wouldn't you just roll? Until four... Okay, until four colors match colors on the dice. You know what this is? You know what this is? This is... It. You ever re yeah. You ever see that thing? What's it, what's it called? The, the, the Voynich Manuscript? Or it's just like a big uh, Bible in a different language that nobody else... No. You ever see that? No, no I'm not sure. I don't know what incomprehensible you're fucking bullshit on this goddamn page. Yeah, I don't get it either. The penis board game. Wow. Um, this could be in, I mean, this could be in like another language for all. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> all penises earned this round can be moved from the free grab storage. This is like the first mention of free grab storage on the page. You got to get your shit together over yeah. there. Um, here's an excerpt from King Peni's unreleased diary. I remember it all started from a query. What would be the hardest theme to create a tabletop game around? The game round table was a buzz with studious contemplation. Male reproductive system was blurted out. You would think penis or its crude cousin would have been the word blurted as if we were middle schoolers trying to play the penis game in history class. I can't understand this shit at all. Male reproductive system. The glove slapped my face. Why don't you make it? That night, I embarked on the quest to design a tabletop game around parts of the male... Is, like, what's going on? Is this written from the perspective of King Peni? <laughs> I mean, what does that mean? Uh, I don't... I don't... You know? No. I don't know. Still don't, still don't have a basic grasp on how to play the game. I mean, that would... That would 
I think that would be step one if you're going to make a game. Tell people is, how to play it. Is get you to play it? Coherently tell people how to play it. Ah, <laughs> oh, boy. All right. I, you know. This guy is really into this idea of having a bunch of little different plastic penises around. And yeah, and it an is a funny around. idea, and I don't fault him for that. It is really funny. But it doesn't seem like, you know, confusing. 1400 bucks of $64,000. Hmm. That's, uh, that's a tough one there. I don't, you know. Now let's go back to checking our friends at Disney. 40 minute wait. Hey, did you check your battery? 40 minute wait. I don't know how to check it on there. I don't want to knock them out. Storms all day up in Detroit. Just try to stay dry. Stay safe, y'all. All right. I'm getting a little closer. I'm getting a little closer. Just, just they're just going through a line. 40 minutes. But at the end, maybe they'll see a guy in a suit and he'll like kind of wave in their direction or something. It could be fun. <laughs> ah, that is cool. Mike, Fuzzy the Virus is what I want to talk to you about next. Fuzzy the Virus is a children's story. Ooh, boy. Oh, are you fucking tired? I'm tired of this virus, honestly. I am tired of it. I am too. It's a children's story with a happy ending. I hope we have a happy ending here on planet Earth. Um, a fairy tale of such... That helps us cope with really scary things. Okay, so look, this is written to be comforting to kids. Kids are supposed to read this and go, okay, you know what? It's going to be okay. And of course, kids have questions about this, right? Kids ha kids don't understand. Why do am I not going to school? Or why am I being forced to go back to school? Those are two questions they might be asking, you know? Why can't we go to Disney World? I want to go see one of the cars drive around. And there's a, and I'm like, a, well, you know, thinking about the cars. What's their deal? Are they alive? You know, all the all the questions about cars they have, you know. Yeah, your kid's clamoring to see the specific model. I can't even name a model of car that would be in there. But you can imagine one, right? You're asking me to imagine a model of car that's in the Cars series of films. Uh, I was talking about uh, Transformers, like they're the really big Bumblebee heads. They lost it when the fucking Corvette came out in the theater. Okay, okay, big car okay. and driver guys. You're so you think kids. that uh, you think that Transformers is a Disney property? Put on click and clack. I don't know. I've moved on from whatever this was. <laughs> You think Transformers is a Disney property? Okay, that's Are fine. They? they own everything, JF. So it's not beyond uh, the realm no. of possibility. If no? you want to see, if you want to see Transformers up close and personal, you have to go to Universal Studios, which also I'm doing, by the way, this summer. Um, Fuzzy the Virus is a timely story with a happy ending, a fairy tale of such that child psychologists believe help children cope with their existential anxieties and dilemmas. Fuzzy the virus is a belief that it's going to be okay, that we can all learn, grow, and overcome our scary challenges. And there's some there's some choice pages in here I'd like to read, Mike. And um, I, maybe if you can can you describe the art on these pages, and I can read the uh, read the story. Um, the first page here, you see mm -hmm. if you scroll down, you can see him just sort of standing. At, t tell tell people what we're looking at. 
Um, this is like a little virus-looking guy, you know, and he's got like a crown on for some some reason. Why does he got the crown on? What's that all about? I'm not sure. He's got like a king's crown on. Yeah. Are we supposed to worship him? Is that what this is? Well, we'll just have to see, Mike. It says, this is Fuzzy. Nobody really knows who Fuzzy is or where he was born. Nobody really even knows if Fuzzy is a he or a she or maybe even both. But nobody really cares. Strong first page. <laughs> Strong first page. Okay. Um, okay, now we got this next page here. What about this one? Uh, he was so excited to meet many different people from many different countries, but Fuzzy would soon find out that the world was not ready to welcome him as their friend. He's bouncing down the old path there, and he's got his little uh, world map and his luggage. Yeah. He's ready to go kill a bunch of people. He's leaving his home, and there's two other viruses like standing in the doorway waving goodbye, almost sort of like a... Maybe a harbinger of things to come, sort of like a string, a bad omen, really. That, yeah. I mean, you thought he, you thought Fuzzy was bad. Wait till you see what happens next. Uh, then we've got Fuzzy sitting in a tree here, and there's two kids standing at standing uh, near each other, and it says it was sad for everyone. No more hugs and no more high fives, and the kids look kind of sad. And uh, then you go on to the. I guess this is the next page here. Um, he's sort of being held up by a medical glove and he looks really sad. The virus does. And it says he was chopped and sliced and sprayed and blended and mixed and poked and probed and tossed up and down and all around and sideways. Who is fuzzy the virus? That is the question everybody wanted to know. Now this, now this last page they show here, this one is one I just can't, It's okay. So Fuzzy the virus has a crown. He's got the crown on. He's sitting on a stool, and there's a there's a disembodied hand next to him. He's giving the thumbs up, and there's a disembodied hand next to him holding something that says "report card." Fuzzy the virus, unique A plus, clever A plus, scary A plus. Who's giving him these grades? I don't know. It says, after all the tests were finished, everyone agreed. Fuzzy was very clever and unique, and the scientists had never seen any other virus quite like him. <laughs> it kind of makes it seem like he's the hero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go, Fuzzy! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can see your kids. This is aimed at kids 2 to 7. You, can't you kind of see your kids going, aw, they should be nicer to Fuzzy? Like while yeah. they're chopping him up or whatever? What the fuck? I, I'm not even saying it's impossible to write a, a children's storybook about the virus. I don't think I would attempt it, but is it possible to do? Probably. I don't think it's this one, though, where the virus is like a cute king that gets an A+. <laughs> I would say maybe just don't grade the virus. Don't give the virus a report card in any way. I don't know who that's you did, for. You did so well. You knocked, you, I mean, everybody in that nursing home just died. <laughs> I mean, that is very. It, it, it's it might as well be at the very end. Fuzzy the virus gets a medal. <laughs> he overcame all the odds, and nobody believed in him. But he managed to wipe out the whole world. That's really good. Um, you get a signed copy for nineteen bucks. So, 
and stuff like that. They get you to $2,345 pledged of $2,500 with 31 backers and 38 days to go. So this thing is going to uh, happen. It's Or at least if it doesn't happen, it it won't be because it didn't get enough money. Um, I feel like this is the... I feel like this is the wrong tact to have with uh with fuzzy what do you mean you think this is like some sort of cash grab that these guys are i, I don't even know if it's cynical i just think Funny the guy's quick. not smart you know this I, is I, what, I could write a fucking book for a kid how, how i mean what are you gonna do for like a okay the let's do, hear the, it. The, the dog uh you know ran over there okay that's like fucking what page one and two. Let me catch my breath. Hang on. The pages are double spaced, and he's like kids' books. <laughs> okay, you've. I'll say this: you've got me hooked on the dog yeah. going over there. I mean, could, doesn't you think anything might happen when he goes over there? He might get into some trouble. He might have a. a, a he might uh, have like a big conflict or something. Okay, with a, bum- with a bumblebee. <laughs> I'm still, oh. I'm still workshopping it. This is taking me, uh, yeah. This is taking me a lot, many months to 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 get this far. But well, you've already got the two main characters. See, <laughs> I've not read the whole thing. Obviously, the two main characters seem to be the dog and the bumblebee, right? Yeah. Okay, and we've but got. H- how do they? You know, did they know each other before? And um, <laughs> I have all of these. So you're talking about and... backstories and stuff. Yeah, I mean, you're building yeah. a universe, obviously. Yeah. The dog and bumblebee universe. You got the two the two settings, which is the two settings on this would be here and there, right? Yeah, and there's something to do with a log. Maybe he's chasing a but a butterfly into the log, and he gets stung by a bumblebee. I mean, there's so many twists and turns, and I'm thinking of right now that wow. I have so many I have so many drafts. Please don't give up on this. Please don't give up on this. We need this story right now more than ever, Mike. Um, it says, the bio on this, the author says, I'm an outgoing Sag, I guess Sagittarius, uh, and can relate to the curiosity of my reader. The two to seven year old. Okay. I'm attracted yeah. to people in places that are interesting and alive. Extra bonus points if I'm in or near water. Uh, profiled as an athlete, but self-identify as a sportsman. Uh, awesome distinction between those two things. Father of two beautiful daughters, partner to Rio the Golden Retriever, raised by four sisters and a super awesome mother. This is the interesting part. When despair is in the air, I would prefer to think positive, like fuzzy, and stay happy in the presence of my terrific friends and family. So, not only does the virus get an A+, and overcome the odds, he also teaches us the, the, the importance of thinking positive. Yeah, PMA. He's got. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck does it? Does this guy forget what side he's on? <laughs> what a weirdo! Fuzzy hey, I got you this. Uh, I got you this fun book to explain why Grandma died. <laughs> She's rooting for it at the end of the book. Yay! <laughs> yeah, I no longer miss my grandma. Thanks okay, to if I got something virus. called uh, I got something called uh, twenty uh, uh, and don't fucking talk when I talk, okay? Yeah. <laughs> the twenty twenty one humor therapy calendar. Uh, this one I actually fucking love. 
a lot. I think it's really funny. This one is actually very funny. A 2021 humor therapy calendar with 365 jokes to enjoy and raise awareness for the health benefits of laughter and humor. Say no more. Yeah. Oh, sorry. It sounded like you were going to say something else. I thought maybe you would continue talking. It seems like you were done, though. No, I just didn't know that you were going to be on your fucking phone the whole time. And Okay. Do you want to pause it right now and go at it? No, I was just making a note for Dan to make it sound like you, you had a pulse during this part of the show. <laughs> and we're back from our argument that we just had. My goal is to raise awareness for humor therapy and to provide as many calendars as I can to hospitals and care facilities. I've created the digital files to have a 365-page tear-off calendar printed. Your support will pay for the printing and support my efforts to generate awareness. I love generating awareness, and if pe- and people... People could generate more awareness these days. Yep. You, we'd be living in a whole new world. Yep. 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 Let's play the video so you can hear some of the stuff that I actually do like. I'm Gregory Almont Green, here to tell you the story of the 2021 Humor Therapy Calendar and why I'm doing a Kickstarter. Dr. Patch Adams embraced humor, calling it integral to healthcare. He was my inspiration to explore the subject, and I've learned that laughter enhances blood flow, improves cardiovascular function, releases endorphins and other mood-elevating and pain-killing chemicals, boosts the immune system, and those disease-fighting proteins like gamma interferon, B-cells, and those famous, I pity the fool, Mr. T-cells. And we are off. Yes, dude. (laughs) When I saw that earlier, I I did a little fist pump. I was like, yes, bro. The next 90 seconds are going to be the fastest 90 (laughs) seconds of your life. So buckle up. Humor, laughing, and being happy, according to Dr. Adams and in my own experience, is a great way to improve quality of life and even help cure disease. For the past few years, I've been collecting jokes, puns, and funny sayings, many from those signs on the road that give us a chuckle when we drive by. I created a Photoshop template to put them together and share, but I need your help to create a humor therapy calendar. Seeing and feeling the benefit of funny signs myself, I'm compelled to raise awareness for humor therapy. And like lettuce sticking out of your hamburger bun, this Kickstarter is the tip of the iceberg. Yes! Yes, Yes, bro. A successful Kickstarter (laughs) will jumpstart my goal to put humor therapy calendars in hospitals, therapy clinics, and assisted living facilities to spread not just that day's joke, but also an awareness that humor is therapeutic and we can use it just like medicine. My prescription? Make sure to tear one off every day and share it with everyone you see. If one of the day's jokes is not that funny, you can always save it for the next time there's a run on toilet paper. Yep! (laughs) Or, if you become a gold sponsor, I'll include one of your jokes in the calendar. If you want a free calendar, well, two people stole one and they each got six months. Perhaps you'll mm. be like my flat earther friend. He decided to walk to the end of the world to prove that it's flat. In the end, he came around. Fucking slayed it. I wouldn't I wouldn't end on that. <laughs> I wouldn't end on that one. Bit of a non sequitur. It's not your strongest shit. But he does, throughout this video, he timed it to where he would show, is it all of the jokes on the calendar? No, so he starts, the, so he starts the, in June. If you, did, if you didn't understand, yeah, 
Um, he's he's he. This guy loves roadside signs so much, like church jokes. Yeah, so he put he's putting together a calendar, three hundred sixty five uh, pun signs. What's this one say? The year twenty twenty described like passing a kidney stone. Yeah, here's one. For November 24th, don't think of me as a boss. Think of me as a friend who can fire you. I mean, that one's not, <laughs> that, one's not that fun. Uh, December 5th, cold? Sit in a corner. It's 90 degrees. That's a cute joke. That's geometry, and that's um, pretty, pretty, pretty good. Um, don't, judge a book's by, don't judge a book by its movie? Not even really a gag. Um, I choose to get in sh- shape. I choose round. Okay. What do you call a I cow with up, no legs? Ground beef. I looked up my family tree and found out I was the sap. Nobody's saying sap anymore. Okay. Oh boy. G. Olmont oh. Green, dickhead. Oh boy. Um. Let's see. A farmer had sixty-eight sheep to round up. I said I could do that. Seventy. So he's got some <laughs> some dad jokes on here. Um, and some proto dad jokes and some stock jokes and some old, not really jokes, just observations and not even those really. Um, I guess the weird part is that, I mean, on the one hand, it wouldn't make much sense to just build a calendar because no one is buying calendars right now. We just look at the phone, right? Okay. The calendar industry has died, but what this guy wants to do that I think is very strange is he wants these calendars to be in hospitals in care yeah. facilities and doctor's offices and shit. Because humor, laughter is the best medicine. So basically what he's, what he's, this guy is envisioning for his retirement basically is to have one of those rolling backpacks full of fucking joke calendars and then flying around the country from doctor's office to doctor's office and walking in and you're sitting in the fucking lobbies trying to get a COVID test in March of 2021 <laughs> And this guy rolls in and t- walks up to the receptionist. You've been sitting there for 45 minutes. Uh, no one's talked to you yet. And you've already paid them $100. And the guy goes up and he says, hey, I'm here to see Dr. What's-His-Face. And she says, oh, go on in. And he goes in and fucking dumps off a load of these fucking calendars and makes a big fat wad of cash and exit through the back. You know what I mean? Like, that's what this guy, he wants to be a fucking pill pusher, but for calendars. That's crazy. To the thief who took my antidepressants, I hope you're happy. Just gut busters on here, man. Uh, Just gut busters on here. Yeah. I love to be in the the, the special Alzheimer's unit <laughs> at the local hospital <laughs> and then tearing off a page of this calendar and going, ah, that's funny. Where am I? That's awesome. Brings a smile to my face. Honestly, better than medicine. Better than a cure. Honestly, is this uh, a joke? So, two dollars pledged, ten thousand dollars, two backers, twenty six days to go. I don't, you know what? I got to give him credit for nailing the presentation, though. I think he practiced a lot. Yeah, was, he did a good he, job. I mean, on he's that. A, he's a great actor, also. Come on, I would watch this guy do. I would watch this guy do more stuff. He makes me smile. He's, you know, I don't really know what his goal is, but. <laughs> What would you watch him do? What the fuck does that mean? I would watch him. I would watch him. I would watch him do mill about and uh, uh, yeah, etc. Uh, Mike, the last one we've got is called Zila Care Smart Technology Incontinence Care. I'm gonna play the video. Start off. 
You know, there's a quote that says, Ugh. Some people care too much. I think it's called love. That's probably the inspiration for Zila Care. Fuck does that mean? Continence product because it provides the absolute best Mike, please. care available for those we love. Zila Care uniquely allows caregivers to know exactly when a loved one needs attention by sending a notification to a smartphone via app or text message or both. It's intended for a wide variety of users. Mothers can use this to know when their child needs a diaper change. Parents caring for disabled children know when their child needs care. And adults caring for their aging parents similarly can use this product to provide best care possible. There really is no other product like this anywhere. We use a special disposable diaper or undergarment with a reusable sensor that snaps into place. Mike, this is the smart diaper. We finally got to yeah. the smart diaper. The intersection of the two main categories of stuff on here. Smart and poop related. <laughs> and they finally so combined a, them into this product. So I'm looking here and this is a, this is a raspberry pie. Uh, which has like a... Like a moisture detector. Like a fucking thing for... Yeah. Hmm... Interesting. Interesting, but the idea is that you're supposed to slip one of these little sensors in the inside of your diaper. Well, actually, the right. idea is that you're going to use their special diaper uh, that has these mm. metal rivets uh, where the sensor can automatically attach. Uh, That's how then they get you. When it's time to change, you pull off the diaper, you toss it, and then you put on another one of their clean proprietary diapers uh, that can accept this module. So, I was already the lab of this, and I'm actually kind of liking it now. You actually do Get like a little it. notification on the phone when you wet yourself. People, I think the idea is that they would use it for other people. I know it was a joke. I'm trying to bring fucking levity to the show, you fucking asshole. And the, and the way you think of doing that is going pee and poo on yourself. Is that the only thing you can think of? <laughs> is that where your mind goes automatically? Is right in that gutter. <laughs> <laughs> so it does say that it can be for babies and for adults and and uh that's obviously a bummer that that would need to be the case i don't have a cure for alzheimer's or dementia i don't have a cure for getting old and losing your shit you don't i don't oh, wow that's one of, here yet another one of the things i'm falling behind on in <laughs> terms of my hosting a podcast duties is Beating back the waves of fascism in the U.S. government and and failing to provide a cure for the degenerative disease of Alzheimer's, um, but that's it's so it's not a good spot to be in. I I'm just not sure that the proprietary smart diaper company is the one that's going to fix it. And and boy, it sure is nasty to have the the video start out with how much they love everyone and how sweet they are and good they are. And then at the end you realize like, man, these guys are trying to start a fucking diaper company and they're going to sell You're health jaded. insurance diapers. You're jaded. You hate everyone. I mean, the fucking the fucking Advil's <laughs> at the hospital cost $30. What the fuck do you think the diapers are going to yeah. cost? These disposable smart diapers. How much is that going to cost your ass? You go through 12 of those a day? Fucking stupid. It's just it, a, a guy, another guy trying to weasel his way into the the whole, you know. 
And let me get in here and just take like a little bit. I just need a little bit, you know? Hmm. It actually Sick says it. It, it says here it helps people. So. Shit, where is that? <laughs> Fuck. Hang on. Dan, cut this out. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a, I mean, it's a huge bummer to think about, number one, but also just absolutely crazy. The problem is that you, you, you're, 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 you're a, uh. What a caretaker! You're a caregiver to someone, and they they wet themselves, and you don't know, and they yes. I think you would, you know, let's try to offload that onto your your smartphone or something. Well, you have it's... to actually. I'm I'm not I'm not saying that it's easy to be a caregiver, or that they're I lazy. You were. I was already. I there. Ju I just I think that probably part of the job is sort of just checking intermittently to see whether you have to change the diaper of the old person. I'm not, that's not good. I'm not saying that's good. It's not awesome that that has to be done. Maybe the, well, you maybe do got to check. Maybe the tightest spot we've worked ourselves into on the show. I know. Recently. I know. Here's what I, I know about changing kids' diapers, right? That's the thing I know about. So I'll stay in my lane. I know, I know about changing kids' diapers. Here's the deal. You got to check sometimes. You just got to check. That's part of the whole thing. You got to check. Don't wait till your phone buzzes. Just go check. What are you doing? Are they like, are they at work? Like, what are you doing? You just, <laughs> they're there, you know? <laughs> Somebody's fucking Wi-Fi signal drops and you forget you have a kid for 12 hours. I just, I can't understand. I can't understand the use case that doesn't, that, that isn't expressly for the purpose of costing as much money as possible and in like a doomsday scenario, cutting back on all the staff that you would normally have to take care of this yeah. problem, right? Yeah. I mean, isn't the pitch that you're making to these facilities, hey, buy our stuff, you only have to have one person sitting at the nurse's desk and their phone buzzes and they go around and change all the pissy change diapers it. and they come back and sit down yeah. rather than having real people here taking care of people? I don't know. I guess that, like you said, I guess that is cynical, but that's, I think that's what this is supposed to be, automation. I don't know... I don't know how much a diaper fucking costs, but the starter kit costs $200. That'll get you one sensor, 45 uh, undergarments. That'll retail for $299, and it says here they'll charge your insurance company $1,049, so that's good. Um, let's see, starter kit, $299. That's Zelacare Pro, Zelacare Ultimate. You can't just add another pack of diapers on here. So, I mean, imagine working yourself into a situation where you're depending on this smart device to tell you when to change diapers and you've got 45 of these fucking things. Then what are you doing? Yeah. Hoping the company funds, hoping they get a website up, depending on their distribution channels to get your diapers over there. Very I mean, funny. Just, I, just a huge bummer and very stupid. Let me take a, so. me take a chance on this uh, smart diaper company. With, yeah. Uh, Meanwhile, just air yourself out back there, why don't you? <laughs> Get real. Uh, they want an insane amount of money, obviously, to develop diaper tech, and they want two hundred fifty grand. They got one dollar, one backer, forty-two days to go. I think even if you need this product, you're probably not heading on Kickstarter for it. This does not seem like the sort of impulse buy. I think a lot of people are used to on here. Like can't a fucking, fault them. Can't fault them for wanting 250 grand, though. That's a nice round number. I like the sound uh, of it. Yeah, I guess that would be okay. I, I guess I would take that. I don't know. It just depends. Um, I think that's it for the six-pack. Now it's time for some emails. So let's read them starting now. Ooh, you're going to want to call. 
wanna talk to Mike and JF. You're gonna wanna call 802 piss Send them something at their mailing address. 544 West Main Street, 209 Gallatin. Tennessee 37066. They got a Gmail. It's the name of the ship. Twitter's at your Kickstarter, and that's it. You're gonna wanna contact YKS. You're gonna wanna let them know you exist. Leave a little message for Mike and JF. YKS pot on Instagram for grill pics. Okay, Mike, you heard it. That's what you have to do to get in contact with us. And even then, no guarantee we'll look at it. Very busy over here. Um, our friend, Mike, of the Hell Yeah Babies, writes in, having listened to the regular episodes for too many times, far too many times, sorry, quick, I fucked up there. It's, four, it's, four, far, it's far too many times, not far too many times. How can, the, how can the listeners trust anything you say now that you fucking flubbed the... I swear to God, dude, I will, it won't happen again. <laughs> he says, he continues, I finally decided to pay you some money and pony it up for the Patreon. Thank you, Mike. Uh, I love the In the Cut segment because of that cool behind-the-music feel of hearing why some things just aren't ready for primetime and remembered hearing a joke theme for it submitted on a main episode. So I recorded you a theme for it should you decide to make it a regular segment. Let's listen to the theme that our friend Mike of the Hell Yeah Babies recorded for our In the Cut segment which you can only hear on the YKS Patreon page. If you suck too much to be told you suck, then your shit gets put right in the cut. It's a walk in the valley, where you suck tears and the boys just yell them in your ears. So you pay five bucks, and then you're in the cut. How does he do it every time? There's something I mean, in the water for Mike's, I think. That seems like so extravagant <laughs> for what this is. That's right. That's right. Because that, if you if you weren't sure, if you haven't heard it yet, yeah, that's the segment where we we take like two things that we didn't talk about on this show and talk about them on that show with essentially the yeah. same level of quality. Same energy, the same... Nothing's different. I would say sometimes you you have more energy than you have now. It's 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 conceivable what you, you might catch about? you. I'm at day. like an eight, I'm like at a seven or eight right now. You're not. A, no, you're not. You are not at a seven or eight. One. Well, I say one. I think you're at a one right. You now. You think I'm at a one right now? I think are you kidding me? No, I'm serious. That's what I really think. You got me fucked up. I'm not at. A <laughs> um. <laughs> Mike, it says, I hope you enjoy this. Took me less than an hour to do. If you end up using it, I just appreciate a shout out for us on our Twitch. Twitch.tv slash the Hell Yeah Babies. Our friends, the Hell Yeah Babies over on Twitch. Uh, great group of, of people over there. Um, so check them out on Twitch. And also, don't necessarily need the less than an hour to do part. You don't have to say that part. <laughs> Almost feels like a slap in the face. I mean, you could have... Taking a lot, you could have taken a long time on it. Um, for all I know, and it you could have said that. It sounded like you took a long time. It sounded very nice. It sounded really nice. A lot of work, a lot of a lot of talented people that we come in contact with. That somehow is never, uh, yeah. never, never rubbed off on us. No, you know, you come in contact with a talented person, you just kind of bounce off of them, just boo, just out into just separate, never crossing paths ever again. You know, Pretty like you cool. would think, like. Hanging out with some of these people, you know, some of these cool people that we know, we would absorb something through the osmosis or something, but no chance whatsoever of us ever. Not even an idea of what to do. It's amazing. 
Just just abs- just looking at them slack jawed. <laughs> like a yokel at a zoo. Uh finally Luke writes, Hey JF and Mike, I was watching clips from 1996's Academy Award winning Sling Blade on YouTube. And one scene in particular featured John Ritter's Vaughn and Billy Bob Thornton's Carl having lunch in a diner. I couldn't help but be reminded of the JF and DB dynamic, respectively. Is there any silver screen duo you see yourselves as, as besides Sling Blade or two Jaeger pilots in the drift? Great question, Luke. Um, Mike, two, two people from film. What do you think? Let me, let me just give some pushback here that I'm like the Sling Blade guy, if I could, real quick. Uh, well, it says, just a, I think he's, he's saying you're Carl. Is that the Sling Blade guy? Yeah, it is. That's the guy who says French fried potatoes. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Okay. And you don't think you're that guy because? Uh, well, there's a couple of different reasons why I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> he's good with like lawn mowers and stuff. I'm kind of like hands off. I'm not really right. great with tools and stuff like that but he's excellent with it that's just one of the main differences yeah um <clears throat> yeah he seems to have a friend though, huh? he likes as well yeah what do you think of us what do you think are you, you thinking maybe maybe star wars i mean thinking hand solo and luke skywalker could be maybe that's kind of interesting chi chi chong bro those two get together you think we're Chi-Chi, or maybe like the the three stooges okay which which two of the three are we are you saying we're all three <laughs> we have we have elements of all three <laughs> <laughs> the dream team <laughs> that's pretty good um yeah yeah i could see that um let's see you've got let's see you've got uh, uh three stooges you see you got mo larry and donald trump is that right I love it. Yeah. I love it. The dumb guy. Certainly. Him doing all the... His hair going up or whatever. (laughs) That would be funny. It actually would. I mean, fuck that guy. Hey, uh, enjoy that piss together. Episode 157, uh, I just want to say Mike sounds really sexy. He sounds really sexy. Like, unless you all just recorded as soon as you woke up. Uh, he might need to eat vitamin C. He might be getting sick. But he sounds really sexy. Uh, Mike, you sound really sexy. Thank you. Yeah, that's the one that you... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 